You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous or follow me at Cartoon Therapy. If you want to be on the Strictly Anonymous podcast, this is a call and advice show where I give total strangers my unprofessional advice. You can send me an email at Strictly Anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Uh, what else? If you can write a review, write a review for my show. And if you haven't subscribed, you could subscribe to my show. I think that that also helps my show. <laughs> I said show a lot. In this intro, I suck at these intros. But anyway, um, today I have on a guy who, the same guy who fucked his stepmom, uh, he sent me an email and said he wanted to be back on the show because he just wanted my advice about whether or not he should tell his wife because lately he's been feeling like he wanted to tell her. So he said, sure, let's tape that episode. And I'm sure it's not going to be really that long because it'd probably be kind of quick, right? Because we already discussed the whole story. This is the guy who actually really fucked his stepmom. You can listen to that episode. It's a couple months back. But um, I figured I'd tape like 10 minutes and then add it on to something else. But it turns out that he does some stuff with his wife that's really interesting. Like he, he told me that they actually just started to do, like they did their first full like swap kind of swing thing with a couple. But the whole story of how they got to that point and how long they've been married and how they sort of like dip their toe in the swinging orgy. I don't know what you want to call it. Swapping thing (laughs) is interesting because they've been successful at it. And so he tells a lot of hot stories. He's, he's a good storyteller. You know, he starts from the beginning. He tells the beginning, middle and the end. And it doesn't disappoint Uh, because this is like I said, is like I've I've had swingers gone wrong stories, but this is like a swingers, gone right story and I don't don't know if you call him swinger I don't know what the right terminology is but you know him and his wife wind up hooking up with other people and they start off really slowly actually and uh and they progress to the point where they did a full swap recently and we hear all about uh how they started you know and how they got there and and all the details in between okay so anyway I suck at these intros so I'm just gonna get right to the call I'll be back on with, I think his name is Mark, whatever. You know, they're all funny names anyway. All right. I'll be back on with, uh, I'll be right back on with Mark. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Mark. Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You're on with Kathy. How are you doing today? I'm good, Kathy. Thanks for having me back on. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, you were, uh, you, you know... I aired your episode a while ago. It was a really good episode. One of my favorite episodes because it's like such a, to me, a crazy story. 
um, you were the guy who fucked your stepmom, like for real, like you really fucked her, like, <laughs> you know, and right. it was like a real, I mean, if anyone wants to listen to that episode, uh, they should, if they haven't listened to it already, because it's one hour of like a really good story. Cause like, I mean, and the gist of it is, is like you, she came into your life as your stepmother when you were like 14. Right. And three years later you did wind up having actual sex with her, like for real. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and you're married. Um, and you know what? I, I was telling someone about this episode recently. We were talking about it. And I was like, the craziest thing about that story, and I don't think that we talked a lot about it. We kind of talked about it a little bit at the end of the podcast, but we already had an hour, and so like I kind of wrapped it up. But more than like, okay, so forget about the like the hot story and the craziness of all that you like fucked your stepmother and people could listen to that episode you fucked your father's wife do you know what i mean like that's a whole other angle and i remember you saying on the first podcast like i said it was more towards the end and we just sort of glossed over it it was more about like how you when you got older and got married you felt bad about you felt bad about that end of things right like I guess you weren't thinking about that when your dick was hard and you were like a teenager you know but when you got older right like that sort of part of it came into play for you emotionally right yeah that's right I even I even probably had a little regret before getting married um after the fact you know maybe in the years afterwards since um they had started getting a divorce and and everything that went along with that so I'm sure that i I was thinking even earlier about that was pretty uh, a pretty bad move on my part, but certainly when I got married and had a, a wife of my own, and that can also kind of color your perception of things a little bit differently too. But how long after did you feel bad about doing it, like as far as your dad was concerned? I mean, was it right after or a couple of years? I mean, because you were 17 when you fucked her, and then you kind of fooled around with her again, and there was an opportunity after that. Um, but like, when was it after the last time you fooled around with her that you started to feel guilty? Was it right away or was it years no, later? I don't think it was right away because I was, I was probably at the time hoping that I would be able to get it to happen again while I was, um, you know, still in that environment and, uh, before they started separating and everything. So I think it was a little bit later down the line. And you think it was when they were, so it was definitely when they started separating? Yeah, you know, it was a long time ago now, 20 plus years, but mm-hmm. that was probably when when I started having, when I knew that I wasn't going to have a chance to fool around with her again, uh, maybe that's when the, the emotions started changing a little bit for me. Right. When that was out of the picture, you were sort of clear to really feel this, uh, the other part of you, which was like, holy shit, like I'm fucking my dad's wife. Like, you know, it's kind of... Um, well, I don't know what like, would the right word be disloyal or you know like it's kind of fucked up right <laughs> yeah for sure yeah. <laughs> and I only bring this up because you're calling in and you wrote to me and saying like you need advice because like some part of you wants to co- maybe tell your wife this story nobody knows the story right besides the uh, many thousands of people that listen to it on my show <laughs> does anyone else know That's about right. this yeah. this story I have well, we we touched uh, touched on that in the in the first episode. I have a couple of friends that know, but my wife certainly does not. Right. And when did it start that you like started to feel like maybe I should tell my wife? Yeah. So my wife and I have had some sexual adventures uh, involving other people beyond just the two of us. Oh, we and could talk we about that too. Talk- yeah. Uh huh. 
Yeah, yeah, talk about that. And to give a little bit of a, of a, a hint or a preview, we have recently just had our first um, full swinging experience where we fully exchanged partners. And prior to that happening, we had been talking about it quite a bit leading up to it actually occurring. Mm-hmm. Prior to it happening, we were having a little pillow talk in the bedroom one night about how hot it might be and what we wanted to do. And she brought up the fact that she she knew how many partners I had had before we had gotten together, and it really wasn't that many. Mm-hmm. And I knew how many she had had because it was only one, so it was really easy to keep track of. Right. And at that point, maybe because I had had, had the conversation with you about my stepmother a month or two ago, and she brought up the fact that she thought she knew everyone I had been with, but there was one critical person that she doesn't know about. That's what created <laughs> right. the question in my mind is, should I come clean with her and, and bring this up with her? And I certainly didn't at that moment because I wasn't sure if it was a good move or not. Uh, but that's kind of why I started thinking about it. It's not something that, that I've thought about in the almost 20 years we've been married very often, mm-hmm. about whether I should tell her. It was just kind of one of my secrets. I don't have very many of them from her. Right. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of how, how it came about, I guess. So let me ask you this, because it's sort of coupled with the fact that you told me, but also the fact that you guys have been more sexually active sort of outside of the typical things that people married couples do, right? Like both those things go yep. together is why you're kind of thinking about it. Let me ask you this, because you said you just had like your full swinging experience. What were you doing before that? Like, how did you start with your wife? How long have you been with your wife? Uh, almost 20 years now. Right. Because I think that's an interesting thing to talk about, too, because I feel like there's a lot of people that are married, right? And you're with this, they're with the same person. And after like how many years is it? It's kind of like boring to just be screwing the same person, right? And I think a lot of people wonder how they could sex- successfully transition into, you know, sort of allowing other people in to their relationship right. in a sexual way. And I'm assuming you guys started doing this before the swinger experience you just had like how did it start out yeah absolutely so it started out quite a while back um kind of around the advent of digital photography we we'd gotten a camera ourselves and at some point i brought up the idea of maybe taking uh, nude pictures of her uh which she was fine with and then i found a uh, a website online where people exchange amateur uh, you know, home pictures, basically. They can post them and other people can post comments and it's a whole kind of community. I'm sure there's dozens of these websites, but there's one in particular that we signed up with and kind of met a lot of people on. What's the and name so of it so of, that other people, if they're interested in doing it, what was that, the name of the that one you went on? That's called Red Clouds. Red Cloud? Uh, clouds, yes. Clouds, plural, C-L-O-U-D-S. Okay, Red Clouds. Okay, and that's a place where people could go on and post their, like, nudie photos of, like, their their significant others and share with other people or themselves, right? Exactly, Mm -hmm. yep. And they have different forums and different threads for different topics, just about anything that you can can think of. There Mm -hmm. There are discussions happening where people are posting their pictures. And one of the, one of the threads there is you can post... Um, in your local area. So you can start a thread for your state or your portion of your state. So mm-hmm. we actually started posting some of our pictures in one of our local discussion um, threads. Oh, well, that, I mean, but let me ask you this. How do you guys decide that you even want to do that? Because that's kind of 
ballsy to say, hey, let's not only let's like put our naked pictures out there, but let's do it in a place where we could potentially, you know, bump into these people that are seeing uh, us at the supermarket. You know what I mean? How did it come into play? Because you weren't doing this behind her back, right? You guys decided to do this together. No, absolutely. I wasn't. But um, I should point out, we never included our faces oh, in okay. any of our pictures. Okay, cool. And a lot of people do that. They, mm-hmm. they don't include faces or they blur them out or they obscure them. And then there's a small percentage of people on this website that are completely open. And they actually pick, uh, post pictures including their faces. But we never did. So okay. I felt like that there was a, a decent level of anonymous involved there. Right. But let me ask you this. Did you do... It in your area because the the thought was like maybe if you start to maybe communicate with someone or meet some people like maybe you would take it farther like further and potentially meet up with them. Yeah, yeah, I think that there was a thought there, at least on my part, okay. and I was the one who was doing most of the uh, the posting on the message board, and she would occasionally see what kind of comments other people had left on her pictures, and she seemed to enjoy it. But she wasn't nearly as active in it as I was. I think it was more of my thing that she was kind of humoring me for. She really liked uh, reading the comments that other guys and couples would leave about the pictures of her I posted. Totally, uh huh. Yeah. And let me ask yeah. you this: you, yeah, Who's the, the one that brought mind, it up? Was maybe we could maybe we could meet some like-minded people right. uh, in our area and mm-hmm. uh, see where that went? Because I had told her that just like most guys, um, and maybe most guys aren't open with their wives about it, but I had had fantasies about threesomes and foursomes and, and the whole swinging concept. So we had talked just briefly, nothing serious, uh, about it pretty early on in our marriage. And so in, uh, in joining the site and posting some pictures and kind of participating in those local conversations, I was actually thinking, well, maybe there's a chance of this happening, but I didn't know. Right. And yeah, I think a lot of guys have those same fantasies and you're correct. Like they don't sort of bring that up to their partner because I think the big fear is, and I think it's, they're correct in thinking this a lot of the time that their wife, you know, might look at them like, oh my God, you're like a sex addict or what's wrong with you? Like you're a fucking pervert. You know what I mean? Like, and they could really take it the wrong way. Right. You know, you're lucky that, you know, you are with a woman who was, you know, open-minded enough to be totally okay with that. And I'm assuming because you married her, like you knew that about her, knew it was okay to bring up, right? And she was like totally, like she never sort of questioned those kind of fantasies with you, from you? Right, yeah, I'm extremely lucky and fortunate and uh, in that we are able to talk about anything and everything when it comes to uh, comes to the bedroom and, mm-hmm. and the sexual aspect of our lives. And I, I know that, that is not the norm for a, a lot of guys. They don't have that open and honest um, opportunity to discuss fantasies and, and things like that with their wife. But yeah, that's certainly the case with the two of us. Yeah, that's great. So, and when you started taking the pictures, were you the one that said, hey, let's like post this online? And then she was like, okay. And then she got into like the sort of comments and stuff. Was it you yep, that brought yep, that up? Absolutely. Okay. And then how did it go a step further? Yeah, so from there, once we had been posting in this local portion of the website for Mm -hmm. a while, there was a a person who was interested in kind of doing a a meet-and-greet down not too far from where we live, down in a a large city, um, where he was trying to get some people to get together. And it was strictly, um, you know, it was out in public. It was at a restaurant bar situation, so it wasn't going to be anything sexual. It was just an opportunity for 
anyone who was interested in actually meeting in person. And so we attended that. We had some um, some concerns going in about what it was going to be like and, and should we really be doing that? Are these guys going to be, you know, kind of weird and, and creepy? We just had yeah. lots of um, lots of those sorts of feelings. But it ended up being a great time. And we met some people who we have been friends with uh, still to this day. And even Let me ask you, how many people were there? There were about 20 people there, maybe about seven or eight couples and a, and a handful of single people. Cool. And, like, what was the demographics? Was it, like, people of all different ages? Were they typically, like, around your age? Were they good-looking? Uh, like, what was the kind of, you There know, were a view? couple of younger <laughs> couples that, as we were at the time, this was probably 14, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're in our mid-40s now, so we right. would have been early 30s. Mm-hmm. And there were a couple of younger couples, but most of them skewed a little bit older than us. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, and they, you know, with that many people, it wasn't a huge group, but they certainly kind of ran the uh, the spectrum from there were some incredibly hot women there, and then there were some average-looking gals. And it was just kind of a normal cross-section. You know, if you pick 20 people you might see in the grocery store, that was kind of the same thing. Come on, listen, that's what I'm always talking about on my show. Like, uh, you know, I, I have these people call in and everyone's talking about like things that people would, you know, call kind of crazy, you know, or I've heard all kinds of words that people use for the topics on my show. And I'm just like, but what you, what I, why I do my show is because nine out of 10 times, the people that are calling in doing these things are just the regular people, like you say, that you see at the grocery store. They're not, I think people have this idea in their mind that, you know, people that do these kind of things are look a certain way or that and it's just like my thing is like no they're just they're regular people just doing these kind of yeah, things. Yeah, your neighbors, right? I yeah, mean we had totally. a cop there, we had a teacher there, we had uh, mm-hmm. people just from any different uh avenue of life you could think of and it, yeah, there wasn't anything creepy or, or abnormal about any of them. We had a great time. And right. one couple in particular mm-hmm. um, actually lived relatively close to us. This this meet and greet took place about an hour away. So th- this couple we met uh, lived close to us, and mm-hmm. so we started getting to know them a little bit better and would get together with all of our families to kind of get to know them and, and have dinner and go to the pool. And my wife and I were just kind of getting comfortable with the idea of maybe exploring some things with them sexually, and we wanted to get to know them first. For for my wife and I, the idea of, of swinging or even um, same-room sex was never interesting just to find some anonymous couple on, uh, you know, adult friend finder or wherever and, and then just hop into a sexual environment with them, even if it was just a same room situation where it was kind of a voyeur and exhibitionist situation where we wouldn't be touching them or, or engaging mm-hmm. anything with them. Um, we felt like it would be a lot more fun if we kind of knew the other couple a little bit. So that's how we approached our first um, kind of situation with this other couple that we got to know. And Let me ask you this: After you very, met them, like, do you did you go back home and say, "Oh, let's look up their pictures"? <laughs> like, I mean, or do yeah, you remember? Exactly. Who, yeah, yeah. You kind of you look at their pictures a little bit differently because now you know what they look like, including their faces, and mm-hmm. you know a little bit about them. So yeah. we would go back and, and look at some of the stuff they had posted before, and and we were um, texting and emailing with them about you know what my wife and I were into, and at that point. We were really only interested in a uh, in a same room um, environment or situation. We didn't uh, we weren't prepared to think about having sex with other people. We were really turned on by the idea of watching another couple right there in the same room with us while they were watching us. And, right. Okay. Uh, 
good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah, that was kind of where we wanted to start things, just to really take it slow and to make sure we were both comfortable with it and that we enjoyed it. And we found another couple that was kind of like-minded. And, um, and my wife was totally comfortable with that because it wasn't a situation where, you know, all the negative things that can come along with swinging might enter the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, just keeping it as a, as a watching and being watched situation. Now, this couple, we knew from some of their posting on this, on this website they were a little bit more advanced than we were. They had actually been with other couples. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was totally fine with us because we were only talking about being in a same room situation with them. Uh, but we told them that, you know, we were looking to go pretty slow and kind of what we were hoping to get out of it. So we finally had an opportunity where the four of us got together. Um, and there was a, there was maybe a little bit of touching between the couples, but very little. I mean, it was all like above the waist. Nothing. Uh, Where did this go down? At somebody's that. house or at a hotel? Yeah, like... it was at our house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had our our kids were away for the evening, so we had plenty of privacy, and mm-hmm. and we spent several hours just uh, screwing in front of one another, and it was amazing. Uh, right. I can still remember a lot of you know vivid images from that evening since it was kind of our first uh, our first encounter, and everybody had a great time. Um, we talked about it afterwards, and. They kind of hinted a little bit that they would love to explore more with us, but, you know, we told them that we were really needing to kind of take it slow and and understand what it meant to my wife and I as far as what we were looking for and how we wanted it to go further. Let me ask you this. When they came over that night, you knew your kids were away. Like, this was a setup. Like, you guys knew that this was going to be the time that you guys were going to get it on in front of each other, or did, like, you guys start drinking and then one thing led to another? No, it was totally planned. We okay, cool. we uh, had arranged for the kids to be gone, and we all knew that that was uh, that was exactly what they were coming over for. How old were your kids at the time? Uh, they were pretty young. So if this was fifteen years ago, they were uh, they were around five. Oh, okay, right. It's just I was like, if they were like fifteen, I'm just thinking like, how many fifteen year olds leave their house and they don't realize what their parents are doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're older teenagers now, but back then they were. Uh, they were much younger. Right. Okay, cool. So so you guys, did you have a little cocktails and then people started to just like fool around? Like, were you in the, I just trying to paint a picture for my listeners because these are kind of like hot stories, right? Like, are you guys in the living sure. room? Were you in the bedroom? Were you all over the house fucking each other? <laughs> no, we were, we were kind of in a, in a living room I have downstairs, a mm-hmm. uh, couple different couches and lots of floor space. So it, it lent itself very well to, uh, to a pair of couples, we we didn't uh, sit around and drink or have dinner. I mean, they came over and and we came downstairs, maybe talked briefly, and pretty soon the clothes were 
uh, were being shed. My wife started going down on me right in front of them, and they were both just kind of watching that. And then they started doing the same, and it just kind of evolved from there over the course of the evening. It was uh, a lot of fun. And you spent hours. What would you do in between? Like, after everyone would come, would you just, like, hang out naked and talk and then start banging again? Or was it just, like, nonstop action? <laughs> no, it wasn't nonstop. There were definitely kind of pauses as people were refracting and recovering. But um, I think everybody had uh, had a couple of orgasms that night. The women certainly did. I'm pretty sure the guys did as well. Okay, cool. So you, you take – so they want to, like – at this point, like you said, they wanted to – probably maybe switch partners do some more stuff but you guys were still in, only interested and in doing or just you know going more slowly right right yeah exactly and, and there were a couple of other encounters where it pretty much stayed that same way with um, them but, right you know, same we, couple we had, we had told them we were having plenty of fun we didn't feel like it needed to escalate right away we kind of wanted to explore those things and and make sure that we were comfortable my wife at the time, wasn't sure that she could do the full swinging thing. Mm-hmm. We talked about it a little bit, but um, I was picking up on some hesitancy on her part, so I never really pursued it that much because it was still a lot of fun just to watch this other couple have sex right in front of us and, you and know, be you watched. Leg might graze up against the other couple a little bit, but that was kind of the extent of it. But that was still pretty mind blowing, way outside of the norm for mm-hmm. most people, obviously. So I didn't have a problem keeping it there, but. Um, during one of our one of our encounters, and, and we didn't have dozens with them. Maybe it was four, four or five different encounters spread out because we would have to have privacy, and you know, right. you have to have the right opportunity. So it's not like we were doing this on a nightly or even a weekly basis. We would try to get together with them maybe a couple of times a month as scheduled and daycare allowed sort of deal. But um, the first evening when it really went beyond that, there started to be a little bit more touching and some light petting. Um, but, but one evening, and I don't even remember how we got there, the other woman ended up going down on my wife <laughs> and <laughs> they I mean, hadn't talked about it ahead of time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was amazing for me to watch. That's for sure. Because I've always had, um, girl, girl fantasies, mm-hmm. and my wife is, is not that, uh, curious, if you will. But she sure as hell enjoyed what was happening to her at that moment. She, from the sounds and the looks of it, uh, she had just an incredible orgasm. I don't know if it was because it was just a woman doing it, or I'm guessing it was also because this woman was really good at it. (laughs) Um, But it was was incredibly fun to watch, and it was just kind of one of those spur-of-the-moment things that, uh, that just happened. But... Afterwards, we talked about it, and and my wife and I weren't 100% comfortable with the fact that they had, you know, done it without us discussing it. On one hand, it was fun to be spontaneous and uh, and in the moment, but we did have concerns because we knew that they had been playing with other people in the past about STDs and that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was always in the back of our mind as well when we thought about the full swinging um, experience and how are you going to find a couple that's not out there thing and who knows who um you know in between getting together with you and your wife so that was one of the things that kind of always gave us a little pause there when we talked about it but anyway um we discussed it with them afterwards and we're like you know that was fun but we didn't really talk about it ahead of time so we would still kind of like to keep this as a uh as the same room thing And, and they said that they were fine with that but it did i think create some chances for my wife and I to start talking about it a little bit more. And, you know, because I knew she had enjoyed it, 
we brought up the topic of, is that something you would like to explore more? And, and I told her I would kind of let her ponder it and think about it. So we told this other couple that we were possibly interested in, in going further with them because we were having a great time. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then what happened and why this whole relationship with, with this first couple ended is we found out that even though they told us at that point, as soon as we expressed interest in maybe and maybe not going full swinging where there was intercourse happening between the couples, but maybe additional oral between the couples and mm-hmm. kind of everything leading up to that point. But we wanted to make sure that we could feel safe with them. And they said, you know, we're not currently messing around with any other couples. Um, we will be exclusive with you guys as you determine what you want to do, and, and we'll take it from there. But we found out they were not being honest with us, um, that they were still um, partying with, with several other couples. How did you and find out? It's kind of a long story, but we were basically dog-sitting for them while they were out of town one weekend, and they told us to make ourselves at home because we didn't want to just come over and let the dog out and leave. The dogs needed to get out and run around for a while, so we would hang out at their house for, for 45 minutes or an hour and mm-hmm. feed the dogs and let them run around. And they told us, you know, feel free to use the computer, watch a movie, whatever you want to do. Our house is your house. Well, got on their computer and was going to pull up a website, and there was some interesting stuff in their browser history, and it pulled up some recent conversations that they were having with other couples. And so it was just kind of uh, um, easy to put the dots together. That right. They were, they were still screwing around with other people. Mm-hmm. Did you confront them? So we confronted them. Mm-hmm. We confronted them about it, and, um, and they really didn't have a very good response. But it certainly killed all the trust that my wife and I had in that scenario with them, at least. And, and they probably, them. for them, the trust was that, like, what the fuck were you doing looking through a browser history, right? I mean... Yeah, we did We did get accused of snooping around <laughs> with their stuff, and it really yeah. wasn't a case where I was digging around. It just I, happened I by accident. Had, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a true accident. Now, once I saw some of this stuff, I did start poking around because I was concerned about what was going on and what they were telling us versus what they were actually doing. Right. Um, At that point, it's so, like all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, they could be lying, and now you need to know, unfortunately. Right, it's like a right. bad, That's like a, a, a tough situation because you get sort of, you understand where they're coming from, you know, but you also understand where you guys were coming from. So that killed the whole right. thing, I'm assuming. <laughs> no more dog sitting for them. <laughs> no, no, it really blew up the relationship, which, which was a bummer because our kids kind of liked getting together since we did spend a lot of time with them outside of the bedroom environment. Right. Um, and it just, it, it suddenly ended. But we really felt betrayed. And, what and, was their uh, reason? Like, did they say, like, I mean, they obviously probably didn't cop to the fact that they just lied, right? Did they, like, lie about lying? Like, were they like, no, we were just talking? Or, like, or what did they say? What was their reasoning? No, I think they knew they, they were busted. But, oh, so uh, they didn't even defend themselves? <laughs> no, they really couldn't, and they, and they didn't try to. It was um, It was a pretty brief conversation where we all got on the phone, and I kind of put my cards on the table about what we knew, what was going on, and, um, and that was really one of the last times we ever talked to him, which was too bad. Okay, so now, then what happened? So there was um, there were some other, also same-room stuff that happened with a different couple a few years later. Um, in fact, we met them in a very similar situation from the same website. They were local to us, and we got to know them. Now, we're still very good friends with them, mm-hmm. uh, but we only had, I think, two or three same room situations with them. Uh, it was very similar as to it was with the first couple, incredibly hot. Um, 
I liked this couple even more because I was a lot more attracted to the uh, to the wife of this other couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to know them better. We had explained to them our um, our situation that had happened with the first couple. They had also had some bad experiences in the past. They had done the full swinging thing, uh, but the wife, uh, based on some of these bad experiences, said that she wasn't interested in doing it anymore. They kind of had similar stories to us, basically, but they were really into the uh, the same room stuff, right? And that and that was great and a lot of fun. But then the wife started to um, lose interest in it for some reason. I think things between her and her husband aren't that great. And really, you should only be doing this sort of thing if you have a very stable relationship between the two of you. Yeah, totally. Uh, so our, uh, yeah, so our bedroom stuff um, just kind of petered out with them, which was unfortunate because again. My wife and I had started to talk about, would you want to do more? Because mm-hmm. we had this couple that we were really comfortable with, and we felt like we could trust them because we knew them so well. We spent a lot of time just at different family events and kids' sporting events. I mean, we really got to know them really well. So the bedroom stuff was just kind of like this icing on the cake. But um, with the other wife really losing interest, it just kind of ended, uh, unfortunately, before it really got that started, but we at least felt like we'd had a better experience that time around, uh, and, and we were sad that we knew it wasn't going to uh, to go any further than that, and it really kind of piqued our interest, I guess, as a couple. We were talking more and more often about fantasies, about a full swinging situation, and whether we would ever uh, you know, cross that boundary or not, mm-hmm. based on our experiences with this second couple. Right. So where it evolved from there to kind of bring it up to the current date is we have some friends that we've known for a long time. We didn't meet them through this website. I actually used to work with the wife half of this couple many, many years ago, and we've remained friends. And I don't remember how it ever came up, but at some point I mentioned to them that my wife and I, you know, we, we would flirt a little bit with this other couple, but we had no idea if they were interested in any of the stuff that my wife and I were into. But at one point, the idea or the concept of taking um, new pictures came up, and they laughed, and they said, yeah, we've done that. You kind of figure a lot of people have. They just don't post them online or totally, uh, yeah. talk about it with their friend, right? So um, it kind of evolved from there where we, we started telling them about, well, yeah, we've taken pictures too, and we've posted them, and we've actually met people who have seen them and, and had these experiences, and, and it piqued their interest. They had never done anything along those lines, but hearing our stories kind of got them interested in it. So we would chat, and, and this evolved over a long time, Kathy. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't a real quick thing, right. um, but we would chat occasionally about, you know, is that something you guys would be interested in, just the, that same room concept. So we started exploring some of those same things with them, um, and, and it was uh, just as fun as it had been with the other two couples. It was very much a same-room situation where there was no touching between the couples because they were even less experienced than we were, and we wanted to make sure that everyone was comfortable and okay with it. So there were several times where they would come to our house or we would come to theirs, and it was that just having sex in proximity of another couple and being able to watch them and being able to listen to them, uh, that was really hot. But we would... um, hear from them that they would enjoy it, they wanted to maybe pursue it a little bit further. So the next time we got together, there was kissing between the couples and some fondling. When you say kissing between, it was like, was it, you know, 
her husband and and your wife and vice versa and the women together yep. like was it all and just yep. uh, were you with the guy too or that was like where the it sort of stopped no it was just across the couple right. and there was a little bit between the uh between the wives but right. i don't think they're uh they're uh, the wife of the other couple is, is extremely quite curious either just as my wife isn't so right. they would do a little touching and a little kissing but that it was mostly husband to wife across the couples okay cool mm-hmm. but every time we kind of created that new boundary you know okay this is this is where we'll uh where we won't cross this boundary we would start talking about it after the last encounter and are you comfortable with maybe trying some more so before too long there was full oral uh, going on between the couples which was also amazing just watching my wife give head to this other guy i could sit and watch that for an hour without anyone even paying attention to me. But at the same time, I was having the same thing done to me, which made it even hotter. But there's something about uh, watching her give another guy a blowjob that is, it, even though it's happened a handful of times now, mm-hmm. it's still mind-blowing when I see her doing it. So um, That's so interesting that. to me. That's like one of the most interesting things I've learned by doing my podcast, you know, and still most of the guys I know will be like, oh, I would never want like to see my girl fuck another guy or do anything. But I got to say that ever since I started doing my podcast, and I started getting these guys on that like had that either as a fantasy or did that in real life. Those are the most downloaded episodes. So apparently like that is a big thing that's very common that a lot of guys enjoy and I just had no clue you know that that was a thing you know and I I like I said a lot of my guy friends like I would never want that I'm too way too jealous but more than that I think that there's guys out there that would feel the same way you do like they have this sort of fantasy that it is really hot to see your girl with another guy yeah and you know I don't even think Kathy, that I anticipated that it was going to be as hot as it was. I think the, the bigger part of my mind was looking forward to getting a blowjob by someone <laughs> other than my wife, right? She's, right, been, so the, she's look- been the only one who had done it for me for years. So I was like, oh. okay, I want, to have, I want to have that experience with someone else. But when it actually started to unfold, mm-hmm. I was more wrapped up in watching her with the other husband than I really was paying attention to what the wife of the other wow, that's even me. more no, interesting. Because, mm-hmm. like, you yeah, didn't I even like. It. I loved it. Yeah, uh huh. No, you loved the blowjob, but, but, but for you, what you didn't realize was that you were into that whole thing too. Whereas before, though, like when you thought about it, was it ever something that you thought like maybe you'd be jealous or maybe that would be fucked up, or were you always sort of like okay with it? You know, we talked about that a lot, both my wife and I, yeah. you know, the jealousy aspect, the, um, you know, all those things that come with it. And I don't think I was ever that concerned about me being jealous uh, right. because I knew with, with my wife and I's relationship, it's incredibly strong. We have a great marriage. Um, I had no fear that, you know, she would be jealous and, and would want to go have sex with the other husband instead of me or anything along those lines. So right. we talked about, you know, is jealousy going to be an issue? Right. But mm-hmm. I don't think for either of us it, it really ever was one of those things near the top of our list that we were concerned about. We were much more worried about how do we find the right couple that we can trust that we're not going to come down with some sort of disease from fooling around with. That was a bigger issue to us. Right. That was like the big issues. But it's so interesting that like you didn't ever think of her being with someone else as a turn on aspect. Like you said, it was more that you were going to get the variety that, you know, you hadn't had in a while. But yet when it started to go down, it was like really hot to you. 
Yeah, and that was still one of those vivid memories. I have many, but that's that's certainly one of them. Watching her mm-hmm. uh, give this other guy head for the very first time uh, was just amazing. Right. So, but and I know we're going to run out of time here shortly. But what happened after that is we had a couple of encounters where it kind of it stayed at oral with really the final bridge to be crossed. You know, like a full yeah it was a swinging yeah. experience, right? So my wife and I had talked about it a couple of times, and she started to express more interest in it than she had in the past. I think we just both felt safe, comfortable, honest. We knew the other couple was having very similar conversations. So we would exchange naughty texts with them in between our get-togethers about, hey, we had a fun chat with you guys, while, or about you guys, while we were in bed last night. And they would say, well, we've been having similar conversations. And everyone was kind of hinting around the fact that, uh, maybe we were ready to try the full swinging experience. So the next time we got together with them, and this was after the conversation my wife and I had that I alluded to earlier to the question about whether I should tell her about my stepmother or not, when we were kind of, she was laughing about how many partners we'd each had and if, if that number was about to increase by one for each of us. Right. Um, so we we went ahead and made a, uh, a date with them, if you will, when we, we said, well, let's talk about this and see where it goes. So uh, this was maybe just a month ago. We got together with them, um, sat around before any clothes started coming off, and talked about, hey, my wife and I have been having a conversation. We think we're ready to actually do the full the full swap. What do you guys think? And they were, they were into it. They'd had the same conversation. And everyone just kind of felt like they were, uh, they were ready to give it a try. So that evening, um, we, we paired off. We um, started off kind of slowly with the same kissing and oral stuff, but uh, eventually got to the point where the uh, the other husband was starting to bang my wife. And similar to the oral aspect, mm-hmm. it was incredibly amazing to sit there and, and watch them do it. And it wasn't that much longer before I and the other wife were doing the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, the stimulation of watching my wife with the other husband and having sex with another woman I did not last very long at all. Um, <laughs> right. I was trying to hold out and be the good lay, yeah. but it didn't. Uh, it didn't take me very long. So she and I kind of cuddled a little bit, watched them for a while. I think uh, he didn't last too much longer than I did, but we uh, we ended up kind of resting and fooling around, and everybody got uh, reinvigorated. The girls got some attention, and we ended up going for another round that night. So it was. A lot of fun. It was a great experience. We've talked about it quite a bit since, my wife and I, and um, we're fully planning on continuing it with them at this point and exploring some other things. Some of the things my wife and I have agreed with is that we really like the, the swapping, but we're actually also very interested in three people together and four people together, you know, like both he and I um, messing with my wife at the same time while the other wife is having to sit and watch just different things beyond just kind of pairing off the things that you can do when there are more than two people involved. We'd like to explore that aspect of it as well. You mean like your wife being with two guys and the other wife watching that kind of stuff? Right. Like, like him screwing her while she's giving me head. Um, we haven't really done that much because typically when we would be together with them and we would pair off, it was just about each couple and what they were doing. You certainly, uh, there was lots of voyeurism and exhibition going on where you were watching the other couple, but there weren't things happening with like three or four people all kind of together, if you if you will, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah. 
one of my, my wife's fantasies that she has told me about recently that's kind of blown my mind is something that she would like to try is having both he and I um, inside her at the same time, anally and... Um, DP, double penetration. Yep, yep, which I've seen in, in plenty of porns, but never for a million years would have imagined I might have the opportunity to actually experience it. So things like that we would like to maybe um, maybe pursue a little bit more instead of it just being a you know a couple in couple situation. But that's kind of where things are at today. Yeah, well, let me just tell you, like right there, like if your wife feels comfortable enough to tell you that she'd like to do a double penetration. I feel like, and she's open to that. And, you know, that's where you guys are at. Like, I feel like you could tell her about the, the stepmom thing. Don't you think? Like, um, you know, I, this is the only, because really when you wrote me, you wrote like you wanted advice about whether you should tell her. Or like, you're just kind of thinking about that. It, it turns out that you had all that, like this whole story is really hot too and really interesting. I mean, you don't even have to be the guy that fucked your stepmom. Like, that's a whole different thing. Like, that, <laughs> you're also a guy who has successfully started to swing with your wife that you, you know, who you've been with for a very long time. And I think that that's like a really interesting slash hot story as well. Um, but you know, with the whole telling her, right. Because that's really what you call in for. Like I, the only thing that I would think would be bad, but you know, is that like, would she be like, why did you like lie to me? You know, like all this time, like, why did you never tell me? Like, I don't think that she would be judgmental to the like to the fact that you did it because you're gonna also say to her like you know after you tell the story like that you eventually felt bad about your father and like you know all that stuff will ring true and make you like a real human being it's not like you're telling her and you're like yeah it was fucking great and whatever you know what I mean like it's like a you you are a, a a normal person, right? Because you did have these feelings afterwards about your father and like the guilt and stuff. And I think that as a woman, if my guy told me that and he was older, you know, like I would want him to have experienced those emotions because that would make him be like a normal person that has empathy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but it also makes you normal that you did fuck her because you're a guy, right? Like, you know, so I think you could understand it more that like there's both aspects and you would explain both parts of it to her, you know? I don't, like, what is your reservation about telling her? Is it strictly because like you haven't for so yeah, long? That was really, yeah. yeah, that was really the primary reason. The, um, the other reason is she and my dad were, uh, were pretty close. When my dad got oh. sick when he passed away, she did a, just an amazing job of helping um, take care of him in, in certain ways and some of the medical stuff because of her background. And she really, really loved my dad, and, and he was a great guy. Mm. So that was the only other thing that kind of came to mind is, is that going to color it? Uh, any differently for her if she knew um, what I had done with my stepmother. But because we've we've been so open and honest with each other and she is into so many things, and it happened when I was a a young, dumb, horny teenager, I don't think she's going to have a huge problem with it. It crossed my mind that since you and I had talked about it, and I know that you you like to give advice and Mm -hmm. ask these sorts of things through, I was like, well... Maybe instead of just blurting out to my wife that this happened, I should uh, run it by you and give me an excuse to call back into your show and, and to have another conversation about it. But, yeah, yeah, like really I don't have too many other uh, 
reservations about bringing it up with her. It's just a matter of how to frame it and how to bring it up. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, do you start it out with, like, what what is better? Like, do you like do you go backwards or forwards? Like, do you say, like, oh, my God, like, there's something I never told you, and it's because I felt really guilty, and this had to do with my father, and when he was, like, when he was getting separated, like, you know, and start with that whole aspect, and then you know, go backwards and sort of tell her then why, or do you just start off, but that might be too heavy, you know what I mean? Or do you just start off with like, oh my God, like I have something I just never told you about, uh, you know, and start out with what you did and then eventually talk about how like, you know, you didn't tell her because you felt really guilty about it and everything. And I think that's the way to do it. And I think she would be fine with it because like I said, you do truly feel very bad about what you did eventually you know um and i think that that's like that's great like i've had people call in like i had one guy that wants to like fuck his mother and he doesn't think anything's like he has no sort of feeling about it like and if if that guy called me up and said should i tell my wife that i want to fuck my mother i'd be like definitely not (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) no but the fact that you fucked your stepmom and that was like i said like your father's wife and that's like the the worst part of it right you know, because it wasn't your real mom. It was your stepmom. You weren't genetically, you know, you, she didn't have, she wasn't with you when you were a baby. She came into your life when you were older. You know, the worst part is that you did that to your father, but you, you did go through emotions with that. And like, I think that that's, you know, as long as that's true and it is, and you will explain that to her, that's, that's fine. I think you, you should tell her. I'd be curious of how she, I think it's, I don't even, I think it would be, I think considering how open-minded your wife is and how close you are and intimate with each other and honest with your intimacy, right? Like you guys are really, you know, like evolved that way in your relationship that I think you should tell her. That's not one other person. Leaning in that direction. And it's been helpful to get your, um, you know, your opinion and your perspective on it. I really can't think of any reason why I should, shouldn't tell her other than the father uh, thing. Right. So long ago and in the father situation, but that's really the only. And that you just never brought it up kind of thing. Like that's the only thing I feel like when you're, I'm like a really super honest person, but it doesn't matter how fucking honest you are. We all lie every now and then, right? Like, I mean, you know, there's people that are like compulsive liars and there's people that are honest people, but even honest people lie every now and then, right? Like somebody caught me in something that I lied about and I didn't even remember why I had never told this person this sort of thing and why it was secret, you know? And I was just like, oh, like, you know, and after a while what happens is if like you just decide to pull that card and you decide one day like I'm not going to tell somebody something, if a lot of time goes by, then you look like a fucking liar, you know what I mean? And sometimes it's not even that you wanted to lie. It's just like you just never told them and then all this time went by and then it becomes like a secret, you know? And, you know, we all sort of have that. And I think because you've been with your wife for so long, she could completely, she trusts you enough to literally, like, watch you fuck other people. Like, you guys have a very healthy relationship, you know, and you have 100% trust of each other that I think it will be totally fine. And it will be probably great for you to just get that last little thing off your back, you know what I mean? And kind of just, like, let her know. Yep. But yep. It, yeah, I think so too. You know, listen, if you have the burning desire, I don't know how bad you want to tell her, you know, and it's if you never tell her, that would be totally fine too. Like she doesn't have to know, 
really. You right, know what I mean? yeah, it's certainly not eating at me or anything along those lines. And like I said, one of the only reasons the, the idea of telling her about it even came up was because we were kind of having that conversation before the full swing um, uh, boundary was finally crossed. And, yeah. and that's kind of what reminded me that, yeah, that, that was my one sexual partner that she doesn't know anything about. And yeah, I'm excited I, for her. Like, if she was my friend, I'd be, like, excited for her that she's going to find out something so interesting about her husband that <laughs> she had no idea. And I would, like, push you to tell her just because I would want to see how she would react. But that might be selfish on my part. I don't know, you know. But I think that it would be, it's, like, a really interesting thing that she would find out about you that she didn't know and I feel like after you're with someone for 20 years and you think you know everything like it might be like you know kind of fun (laughs) and I don't think detrimental right right and and the part of me wonders if I tell her is she going to want to know like all the specifics or is she just going to say oh well that's interesting well Um, why don't you just give her the podcast episode number (laughs) and tell her (laughs) like you know yeah if you want to hear the long hot story (laughs) you could go here that's right here you got an hour listen to this (laughs) yeah um of course she's going to ask for details don't you think i'm sure she well i'm guessing that she will want some level of detail i don't know that she's going to necessarily think it's hot Right, right. Of course not. Right. Mm -hmm. Details, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. I'm sure she's gonna she's gonna be curious how it happened and uh, and what happened and those sorts of details. Obviously, she's gonna want to know. But uh, I'm just kind of curious what her overall reaction is going to be based on. um, Yeah, me too. Can you can you tell her this week so I could get an update before I air this, and we could just put that on the end of. And I see can how I try. I'll have to wait for the uh, the right moment where I can yeah. bring it up with her. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, see what you could do. And if like I don't, you know, maybe I'll wait around to see if we could get instant gratification. I'm not going to get instant gratification. I'm going to have to wait a while till you email me back. But like maybe we could give my listeners instant gratification and let them know in a couple of seconds from now I could edit it in what happened. I think that there's like a a 95% chance that, you know, everything will be fine. There's a 5% chance that she might get bugged out, right? And I do think that if she does and a little freaked out about it, like the worst case scenario would be that. But I think that she would um, get over it and it would be fine anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You guys are solid. You know, when you could swing the way you are, and I've talked about this before in my podcast that I've watched, I used to watch swinger videos when I was younger. I was always like, oh, like, I feel like that's like the most evolved sort of way to couple with somebody, right? That you could like feel like close enough with somebody that you don't feel like you sexually own them, right? You know, and I was always so curious about how to do that in the right way, you know, and the most evolved way. And I remember watching an, uh, a documentary on it called The Lifestyle, I think it was. And, you know, they talked about how, like, they they actually did this documentary where they followed a couple couples, you know, over the year of them swinging. And, uh, you know, a couple, like, you know, in each story went different ways, you know. And the couple that were still successfully swinging at the end were the ones that were with each other. They called it double-digit years, you know. And I think that um, that's what, and the ones that did it too early in their relationship, you know, it didn't sort of work out well. And I've always said, I think that you really should wait until you're in double digit years with somebody to get, you know, that really solid, healthy foundation of trust and all those other things that come to, you know, make a sort of relationship, 
you know, 100% solid and then go sort of try those other things. And that's what you guys did. And at this point, you know, I don't think if, you know, her wanting a, to double penetrate with you there, you know, if that's not going to rock your guy's relationship, I don't think something that you did at 17, even as scandalous as it was that she would be okay with as long as it wasn't your real mom you know that would be incest and that's like a whole other story i mean it was your stepmom yeah exactly yeah. she never yeah. knew your stepmom right no she didn't right but she knew your dad that's the only thing but like i said because you really do feel bad about your dad it's like you know she's not going to be like who the fuck are you like you know what i mean like you're like all it's like right. you know finding out someone you're married to is like a serial killer like you have like you know what i mean like you just like do that to your father and you have no feelings like you have feelings about it and you're going to explain that too so i think that yep. it will be fine but i give very unprofessional advice I do not know what the fuck I'm talking about. I think, though, that you feel like you want to tell her and feel like it will be okay. Like, that's like your instinct, right? And I think you could trust it because you know your wife best. Sure. You know, right? Yep. Yeah, I mean, is that what your gut tells you, that she'll be okay with it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you mentioned 95%. Yeah. I think it's more like 99.5%. Exactly. She's not going to have, have an issue with it. But, um yeah, it'd be uh, an interesting conversation to have her have with her, and like you've said, she might get a kick out of. I think she's gonna, yeah, guy she's been married with. Yeah, I like I said, I think I'm a little excited for her. I think she may. I think it's like kind of fun to like see something new about someone you've been with for 20 years out of nowhere. Like I, you know, I think it might be a little, you know, like I said, an exciting day for her. <laughs> Like she, you know, hit the lottery. Like I said, if she was my friend, I'd be a little excited for her. And I'm very curious of how it turns out. So do it soon, sooner than later. And let me, uh, and I want you to call back in and give me like the five minute like thing. And I'm going to put it at the end of this podcast. Okay. That sounds great. Okay. Okay. Will do. All right. Good luck with everything. And let me know how it goes. Thanks for calling in. And like I said, I mean, you wanted that advice, but like the other whole swinging thing was, I think, a very a great topic for my show. Excellent. Okay, good. Well, I'll look forward to giving you the, uh, the epilogue here then soon. All right, cool. Take care. Thanks for calling in again. Okay, thanks, Gabby. Bye. Bye-bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about? To anyone, to anyone. Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.